Well, I think that's that's part of it too, right? Being able to learn and not have to not have to recreate the wheel is is super super useful, especially as you um, as you're just starting out, right? Because I think in any scenario, you don't know what you don't know. What's up, everybody? My name's Mike Shogren here with my co-host, Emmanuel Pani. We're part of a group of specialized real estate investors you've probably never heard of. We didn't start with deep pockets or wealthy families, and we don't rely on 401ks, mutual funds, or traditional real estate investing. In fact, many of us don't even own the properties that fund our freedom. If you ask the money experts out there, they'd say what we do is impossible, yet it's happening every single day. It's happening through a new niche called short-term rentals. We are Short-Term Rental Nation, and these are our secrets. What's going on on STR Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Short-Term Rental Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Shogren, here with my main man and brother from another mother, Mr. Emmanuel Pani. What's up, B? Mr. Shogren, so good to see you. It is that day before Christmas, Christmas Eve. Um, so grateful, man. It's just been, I had my, uh, my call with my coach yesterday and just going through the year. And it's been such an amazing year. Like I look back at like my year and like, again, like I said this last time, everybody that I'm friends with has had as an, an amazing year all around. And people that like I haven't spoken to in years have had one accomplishments and, and got rewarded for things. So it, it, I just, I don't know, I'm just really grateful. And this is my favorite time of the year, unless I'm going to like the mall or anywhere where it has people. And then it's my least favorite time of the year. But other than that, life is good. Um, it was 55 degrees this morning. And I, and I thought of you because that's probably like what your weather is like in, in the summer. Um, but I was freezing. I almost didn't go to the gym. Uh, so I don't know how you people from up there survive. But we have a high. You bought a place in Orlando, you know? Yeah, exactly. We have a high of 29 <laughs> today. So yeah, I don't even know what that means. I'm just sorry. But Not yeah, ideal. man, Not ideal. life is good. How are you guys? How's the house? I saw your Super Mario room is, is yeah, is it's coming along, man. I'm excited. I am very excited. So we'll, uh, we'll be down there by the time this podcast airs, uh, we'll be down there checking everything out, spending nice. a week and, uh, just enjoying it. So I'm, I'm pumped and, uh, go live date hoping for February. That's the target. Um, we're hoping mid January, but as we know in real estate, everything takes twice as long and costs twice as much. So just get used to that once you get started. Um, but it is what it is. So yeah, man, things are good. I'm excited. Um, really looking forward to Christmas this year. Little man is five. So he's like full in uh, this year, which is a lot of fun. So looking forward to that. But yeah, I'm also looking forward to today's guest because uh, we were talking offline <clears throat> the three of us. And we talk on this podcast all the time about the importance of systems and how to create, implement the right systems and the right processes so that you're building a business, not a job. And um, today we've got Corinne Oki, who's the VP of client experience at Breezeway. And if you don't know who, like what Breezeway is or who they are, like we'll get into that today, but they are a, a definitely a big player in the space around helping you dial in your operations and having the right systems around that. So a uh, quick bio on Corinne, she's dedicated to creating long-lasting relationships with her clients and driving awareness to the vacation rental industry. Since 2017, she's held a number of roles with Breezeway and currently serves as the VP of client experience. She got her start in vacation rentals in 2008 at Flipkey, 
is part of the team who brought guest reviews to the industry. And while Corinne calls Boston home, Boston pride, uh, if she's not at a conference or visiting clients uh, in market, you can often find her at the beaches of St. John or enjoying a nice glass of wine in Napa Valley. So she's smart. She is from Boston, but she gets out of here when it gets cold, like he was talking about. So exactly. Corinne, welcome to the show. Those, uh, these, these 29 degree temperatures make me want to get out of Dodge. So um, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, why don't you tell us about how you got started with Flipkey? I mean, they're, they're huge. So what, how did, how did you get into this whole industry with them? I, I think I got into it the same way that um, most folks get into it sort of by random chance. I, um, I was working in publishing at the time and uh, a friend of mine, I wish it was a, a, a better story, but a friend of mine was um, looking for a new, a new job and, and happened upon Flipkey and I remember coming back and her saying, well, it's not for me, but you might like it. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? Um, and I went into the office and at that point, the flip key team was, there were seven other people there. Um, so it was not much of an office, right? Nothing to like really write home about. And it kind of opened my eyes to this whole industry that had existed, but I had never really paid much attention to, you know, we had grown up going and staying in condos on the, um, the Delaware shore, but it never, the vacation rental idea was just not really there. And so as I learned about what the team was doing with flip key and, um, and, and sort of saw the product that they were building, I was like, yeah, I want to get involved in this. And it is probably been the best, um, happenstance situation that I've gotten into. It's, it's become my career and, and something I'm really passionate about. And, um, I've made a lot of really great, uh, friendships and relationships and, and gotten to travel and, and visit places that I otherwise would never have probably um, made it to. So it's been really amazing. I love that. I love that. And then at what point did you move over to Breezeway? So I was at Flipkey for about seven years um, through the transition to TripAdvisor. Um, at the point that I was leaving, they had just sort of done a rebrand of, of TripAdvisor vacation rentals and, and they owned four or five different, you know, vacation rental sites. And, um, and so it was just, you know, was it, it was time for me to make a change. And um, Jeremy Gall, who's the founder of Breezeway had reached out and said, Hey, I'm creating um, this company. We're going to focus on operations and, you know, would love to sort of, you know, pick your brain and, and see what you think. And, and so he and I started talking and I went to a, conference with him. And we talked to a lot of folks that we had known in our previous life at Flip Key. Um, and then I decided to, to come on board full-time with him. So um, I was really lucky. I was his first employee um, and really got to see the business build from the ground up. So I joined in February of 2017. So it's almost six years, which is kind of crazy, almost five years. Wow. That's crazy. awesome. That's awesome. So for the folks that don't know what Breezeway is, I mean, you guys do a lot of stuff now, but I guess, could you kind of give everybody the rundown of, of what Breezeway does? Yeah, of course. Like um, so I would say, you know, at a, at a really high level, we are a property operations and guest communication platforms. So the, the folks who use us, whether they're managing and, and sort of owner operating a handful of properties or they're managing hundreds of properties for other homeowners uh, who you know, don't, don't want to take care of that themselves and are, are looking for a, a property manager to do that. 
Um, you know, they're using our system in a variety of ways, but, you know, we have three, three sort of categories and, and services that we provide. So the first is what we started off with. It's our operations product. And that is really helping people facilitate and coordinate the scheduling and execution of cleanings, inspection, maintenance, both things that come up when there's a guest in-house where an issue arises that needs to be taken care of, and also that preventative maintenance part where you're changing air filters or checking smoke alarms or, you know, just general annual inspections. So, you know, with Breezeway System, you can create custom templates to the home that you're managing or own. You can assign workout to your team, and then your team receives that and can complete it through a mobile app in the field so that you have visibility into what's going on in your in your rental property, um, and then a really robust history and sort of documentation of what was done. Um, in 2019, we also launched our our messaging product, which is a guest communication piece. So, um, you know, for so long, folks have been giving out their personal phone number, and if there's a guest issue or a question, they're calling you as the as the you know the host, or um, they're calling someone and sort of disrupting the day and one of the things that we found is that, you know, as as a, you know, population, we're so um, attached to our phones, right? We're constantly with them. And that text option is, is a really great way to be available without sort of interrupting a stay. And so um, our clients are using our, our guest messaging product to communicate with guests both pre-stay and post-stay, but also while they're there, if any issues arise or if they need anything um, so it's just a really great opportunity that allows, you know, you to interact with those guests in a way that works and, and resonates with them, but also um, kind of keeps you to have a little bit of a, of a balance and you can give that, you know, that, that um, access to someone else if, if you need to take a vacation or you're away for anything and, and they're not necessarily just reliant on one individual uh, within your team. And then thirdly, we also have, our safety product. Um, and my colleague, Justin Ford, who many folks know, uh, he runs that team and he created a short-term rental safety inspection certification program where people can come in and learn about a lot of things that they may not recognize or, or really understand could impact the guest experience and the actual you know, level of safety that your, your rental offers. So we're doing a lot. Um, we're working with, you know, with a lot of folks and really helping them just make sure they're they're doubling down on the operational piece of their business. It's so important. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And one of the things we were talking offline about, <clears throat> and I'm sure you guys run the gamut, but say somebody's new and they have like one or two properties, you know, if they're listening to the show, like they are understanding that we're harping on process and systems, but a lot of people will DM us and say, you know, I've only got one or two, like, do I need to start doing this or implementing this now? Yeah. I'd love to hear your two cents on that. Yeah. I mean, I listen, I think if, if it's a property that is, you know, on your, if, if it's a unit that's on your same property and you're there 24 hours a day and available constantly, if they need something, maybe you don't, maybe you don't need what we offer at this point. If you have a property in Florida and you live in Massachusetts, even if it's one property, right, there is a need to have that because you're not physically there and able to check. And so the, the partners that you choose, um, those folks 
are your eyes and ears. And if you give them a solution like what we've what we've created at Breezeway, where just by doing their job and, and taking the necessary steps to make sure that a, a rental is ready for that incoming guest or has been cleaned and is secure after a guest leave, you are going to end up having far more insight into what's actually happening than you would if you were simply reliant on them to um, to text you when they're done, right? We know that a lot of times, specifically if we're thinking about cleaners, right? These housekeepers are, are maybe cleaning five, six, eight properties in a day, um, depending on size and geographic location and everything. Um, and if they forget to tell you that that rental is done, you know, you're then chasing them to find that out. Whereas if you're using a system like this, you have that insight and visibility to see not only when they started it and how long they were there. And all of these things are, you know, are continuing to elevate that guest experience because if, if the cleaner is in there and they're done at two o'clock and you know that the guest is already in town, well, letting them get into the into the property a little bit early is just a great experience and a, a wow that you can have that doesn't really take any additional work from you. So yeah, I mean, I think the best thing that you can do specifically if, if you're in this in a it, kind of with the mindset that like you want to be able to grow is, is create the right process from the very beginning, from that very first property. And, um, and then you, you know, it makes the scaling so much easier. Uh, the other thing that is super valuable specifically for folks with, you know, one or two, uh, one or two properties is the information, to, the ability to capture information about the items within your home. So again, especially if you're not, you know, right there on property, if something breaks, the the guest is, and there's a guest in house, there's frustration because something has broken. But then if you have to say to them, could you also go take a picture of the serial number and tell me what make and model the dishwasher is? You're just sort of aggravating that scenario. Whereas with a system like Breezeway, you can capture all of that, have it available to you at any point. And when the guest calls and says the dishwasher isn't working, you can contact that that maintenance uh, or handyman uh, partner that you have and say, hey, I've got a Kenmore ABC uh, model appliance and I need I need you to service it. Can you go over and take the appropriate parts? Um, so it's just, it, you know, it's it's making sure that you're set up for success and also going to be able to um, remove any friction or additional frustrations that guests may have um, if you don't have that visibility. I, I love that you you brought up that with the um, with the serial number because we do that for all of our properties and even the ones that we that we manage and it's such a little thing but it goes such a long way for you not to have to aggravate the guests. I think that's yeah. such an important thing for you to realize a lot of the times in in addressing problems is not so much how big or small the problem is but it's like are you aggravating or making the experience any worse because right. then that's that's what prevents you from getting that repeat business or that like five-star rating it's not like people maybe expect it but if you can minimize how intrusive you are as you're taking care of the issue that makes a big difference and something like that because i mean unless you're a seasoned landlord who does that who records their their serial numbers like we have everything recorded in an excel yeah. spreadsheet but like <laughs> what person would think of that right well, and, and i think it's you know people don't think of it until you you need it right like you it's it's like you know we talk a lot about um 
guests specifically in this, you know, in this pandemic, a lot of people, you know, may have not previously purchased trip insurance and, oh, I don't, I'm not going to need it. I'm going to go on this vacation. I'm doing it until all of a sudden you can't. And so it's not until you need something that you realize, shoot, I wish I had this. And so, you know, as we think about how to drive success for these, you know, for these folks who are, are doing rental management, right? It is, it's sort of being able to do things before you might need them. And I think, you know, to your point, Michael, like the, you, you may not need all of the bells and whistles that a system like Breezeway can provide you when you have one property, but there are some really tangible pieces that can benefit you greatly. Um, and then you can always add on and, and tackle more down the line, but um, you know, that visibility and transparency, the information and capturing of information so that it's all in a place. Um, I mean, I know I often have things written down and they're in a notebook on my desk and then I'm not at my house when I need it. And so having something that's transportable and digital really makes, um, makes life easy. Mm -hmm. That's, that's actually where I'm thinking. And this is a completely side thing, but, um, have you guys seen the, the, the tablet called Remarkable? Oh, is it like the writing one? Yeah, it's the yeah. writing one that feels like paper. And that is the concept, right? Because like I go to meetings and I have post-its and back of things everywhere. And then I can never find them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, but like Mike, you're 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 amazing, Mike. I have like from the car, from the back of like, you know, like bank statements. I do like deposit slips, like I have things everywhere. And then I have a, a big thing here with like random papers. But again, everything should be systematized because that just makes your life easier and to have it all in one platform. And the other thing that I realized more and more is as I look at more um, different things like, like yours that help hosts is how much work you guys do to actually think on our, our behalf. Meaning right. like you even think about things that like I don't think about and like I've been doing this for like 12 years now right and like going in and seeing like that's why you want to like plug in into a system that's already existing because yeah it can help your existing operations but also may give you an idea of like how to create something that you didn't think was an issue or that you didn't think could be systematized and some brilliant person somewhere was like why don't we put this in there and we're like yes right like it's amazing well, I think that's that's part of it too, right? Being able to learn and not have to not have to recreate the wheel is is super super useful, especially as you um, as you're just starting out, right? Because I think in any scenario, you don't know what you don't know. I was just gonna say that. I mean, <clears throat> we've now at this point, like we've gone and created some custom stuff with different developers, whatever. But like at the beginning, you don't know what you don't know. And like, even something like I was just going through the website again, you know, inventory management, right? Like something as simple as, oh man, we ran out of toilet paper, right? Like something is basic or more likely like we ran out of K cups or coffee or whatever, like something that is really going to annoy the guest. And if you just have a system that you can keep eyes on all this stuff, and then as you scale, your team can keep eyes on this stuff in a centralized location. That's what we're talking about when we're talking about scale, like repeatable processes and documentation and systems that it's not just you anymore. Like anytime you're doing something in your business, you want to treat it and document it and systemize it so that this is the last time you ever have to do that. Even if it's not going to be, but like when you think in that mindset, 
that's going to set yourself up for success to scale and build a team and a real company, not just a little side hustle on Airbnb. Yeah. Also, because now you can't, you can't run to run to get things anymore. And I don't know if that's just the case here, but a lot of the times before you're like, I forgot something. You can just run to get it. Half of the stores now don't have anything. Like South Florida right now is absolutely insane. Like there is like, there's, you can find some stuff. And then again, like longevity comes from being able to create the same level of output every single time. And the only reason you can create output every single time, if you're consistent on all fronts. So if you start missing supplies here and there, your experience may be okay, but it's not the best experience. So like you need to set yourself up for the best experience over and over every single time. Right. Like, like, Michael Jordan used to say that it's like he played so hard every time because he's like, I don't know if somebody in the audience has never seen me play before. So I want to play as hard as I can every single time. And that's how you should treat every guest, right? Like no matter when they come, even if they've been there before, right? You want to play all because maybe one of their guests hasn't been to one of your properties. And then you always always need to think about like, okay, how do I make the best possible impression on all fronts every single time and having checklists and systems? It's a way to guarantee it. Well, I, I, I couldn't agree more. And I think that the thing that's important to remember specifically in, in this industry, right, is that something is likely to go wrong that is completely outside of your control right? The oven worked fine when you were there yesterday and then the guest gets there and now all of a sudden it's not working. And so I think, you know, to your point, right? Controlling and and setting yourself up for success and the things that you can control is is really going to be the best way that you can continue to differentiate yourself because somebody's going to call in sick. Somebody's maybe going to do a subpar job or something is going to break. Um, Obviously, we do everything in our power to make sure that those things don't happen, but um, at one point or another, it's going to. And so controlling the things that you can and and to your point, like not running out of K-cups or, you know, making sure that the the right linens are packed and ready and, and, um, you know, the beds are all made. Like those are things that are all within the control. Um, And I also think that, you know, thinking too, you know, thinking about how do you know, when you're thinking about it, like, oh, somebody with one or two homes, like that's still your brand, right? And that experience to your point, right? Of like, it's still your, it's still the experience they have with you. And if you want them to come back and stay with you again, or you want them to maybe ask you for a recommendation of, hey, do you know anybody that has properties in this place? Um, if they don't have that experience, that's really hard. And, you know, again, you, you want to think that you're going to find a housekeeper and they're going to be with you forever, but there is going to be change. And so when you can, create those systems to make sure that whether this is your hundredth time cleaning my property or your first time, the experience for the guest is the same. That's, you know, that's something that you, you know, can be completely um, impactful on your business. Especially at the beginning, because I know I remember like my first unit that was like my baby, right? Mm -hmm. So it was like, put so much blood, sweat, tears, and love into that thing. And then if something goes sideways, it like, it, it's personal. It's not just like, you know, it's so, yeah, you want to give them the best experience and just for like an, an actual example of like a system just to give context, right. For like some of the listeners here, like 
as an example, I was looking at the website and we have something similar to this, right? It's like the guest will have their own checkout code. So when they check out, if they check out early, it will notify the cleaners, hey, they're out early if you want to go early. Then when the cleaners are done, they have their finish code to notify an inspector or it can notify you. So then you can let the guests know or you can let the guests know automatically, right? But like when you have those things, you don't have to think about it, but it keeps everybody in the loop and just keeps things flowing smoothly. And when yeah. you stack on little process on little process on little process, that's when you start to build this machine that you can just plug more properties into and continue to scale. And mm-hmm. that, that example that you gave is huge, right? Especially if you're in drive to markets, there are people a lot of times, you know, with young kids or, or, I mean, I'm trying to think my friends were usually like really pushing the, whatever check-in is, we're like, right at or checkout time we're right there because we usually are sleeping in usually most of the times when we're on these trips but you know if you've got young kids you might be leaving at 6 a.m to like get on the road and try to beat traffic and and not every person or partner that you work with is going to want to go in and clean at 6 a.m but there might be some and in addition to the scalability and the process like there's also some revenue that can be found you know if you could go to somebody and offer them Hey, I'm not sure, you know, what time you're getting in, but I wanted to let you know that the unit is available. Or if you want to, if you, if you know, someone has an early flight, you know, you could, you could set that up and and smartly communicate that to those incoming guests and maybe make some money on it. I was at a conference last fall and, and now I'm going to preface this with, it's a very large property management company that was saying this, but they made like $150,000 by selling early check-in. Mm-hmm. No, and, and you can't and, do that if you don't yeah. have process. And it's a massive things that uh, added. So a while back, we had a guest on the podcast, Adam. That is is it's a hospitality background, hotel background, and like that is a lot of what we we can learn from from the big hotel chains. They don't do all of that by accident, right? It's all ways for them to make extra revenue. I personally, my own brand, choose not to do it because to me, again, what you said earlier, right? It's such an easy, low-hanging fruit to bring a smile to somebody's face that already puts you in, in, a better, in a better mood. And then I know how my cleaners are. So I know that then they come in early, they open the door, everything smells good, it looks clean. So immediately we're like on the up and up, right? Like yeah. there is very little chance that something is going to happen um, so I usually don't charge for early or late checkouts if, if, if at all available, but again, it's such an easy way for you to make an extra 25, 50 bucks here and there, and people will pay it. Cause again, we got all trained by the hospitality industry. So don't, don't change it. Right. <laughs> if you. Yeah. And, and I think you're right. I, I think that there is, that, that is a, an incredible thing to get a, get a call from a host to say, Hey, this property is actually available at two o'clock instead of four. If you're here, you're welcome to go in. Like, that's amazing. And I don't think that, you know, you know, Michael, to your point, right. At one or two properties that you're necessarily going to want to charge for that because you're doing everything to delight and surprise those guests that you can. Um, But I, I think part of my point is if you don't have processes and ways to know when units are ready and available, you, that would never even be something we could be having this conversation about, right? If mm-hmm. your housekeeper didn't know and they could get in early and then, you know, they were done at noon and, you know, the, the little, the little incremental improvements to your business that you can make, as you said, they all stack up and, 
at the end of the day, that's what's going to allow you to scale and scale successfully because there are a lot of people who, who just, they get one property and they're like, I got this, this was awesome and I can do it. And they, it's like, let me take on more and more. And, and it very quickly can become very overwhelming of, oh, I didn't realize like all mm-hmm. of this when you, when you compound it with multiple homes. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, if this question was asked already, I got kicked off for a second because my, my electricity jumped, but what, um, I would like to pivot us to what are some of the things that you guys are seeing for 2022 and how maybe some features that people are asking you guys that you are adding or things that you are really excited about that you guys have just kind of come up with that you're adding that show a trend for 2022 and, and kind of after that? Um, it's a good question. Uh, the things that people are asking for, there's a lot. Um, you know, there's a very large uh, plethora of requests for feature uh, feature in, um, in additions, um, which, you know, can, can sound a little daunting, but is super exciting for us because it means that our product is, is so, is, is, is so, you know, effective and, and really instrumental in, in the success of, of these, these folks. So um, we have a lot of stuff that we want to, want to be working on. You know, you mentioned the inventory, that's something that we just launched um, at the very, very end of November. And so it's a newer piece of functionality within the system, but I think it's something, um, you know, as people are coming out of their like season and things are sort of slowing down just a little bit before it just completely ramps right back up. Um, we used to joke that there was this nice long off season for so many people. And um, I don't think anybody has seen an off season uh, in, in quite a while now. So, um, you know, we're really excited about the inventory. I think that's something that uh, has been really challenging for folks because of um, the different ways and the different times and, and usage of, of those supplies that you may be managing, whether that's you know, toilet paper, K-cups, soaps, et cetera. Um, there's some really cool companies that are, you know, sort of addressing that market um, that play really nicely with Breezeway. So we're excited about that. Um, we're also really looking, I think one thing that I can tease that is going to be coming in um, in the new year is some additional functionality uh, within our messaging product. So right now, um, everything that you said, right, guest enters, guest says they've left, that communicates to the housekeeper. The housekeeper goes through and they, they complete and do all of the work. And then we communicate back to you as the host or the manager or the owner right now that says, um, this property is ready. And we're not taking that, that final step and communicating that to the guest. Um, part of it is because of what we've already talked about. Some people want to charge for it. Some people want to give it to them. Some people say, well, they could go in at two, but if the house is ready at 12, you can't go in. Um, so we've spent a lot of time this year on, um, our property readiness feature within Breezeway and allowing our clients to dictate what would actually make a property be ready for a guest to come in. Um, and so we're going to be adding that functionality, um, in for folks to be able to have that, that communication automated directly out to the guests, um, that the house is actually ready. And, um, I think that's going to be a big win because as you said, there's a lot of folks who are doing that. Um, we've also got a lot of, uh, uh, improvements to some of our scheduling. Uh, we're going to be working on some more, uh, as it pertains to like internationalization. Uh, we know that in many, you know, places, both here in the U S and, and outside, um, because we do service, you know, globally, 
um, you know, folks in other countries where English isn't their first language. So we're also going to be spending some time um, working on the, um, the internationalization and language support, which I think is going to be really um, a big win for a lot of people. I love it. I love it. And I think the other thing that we've had a lot of guests on from like a vendor standpoint mm -hmm. and a, a consensus is, is that get really good at like your thing and then find the other partners that are really good at their thing and just make the two play well together. Right. Like wow. you guys integrate with a ton of PMSs and other vendors and things like that. So it's like, we're just going to focus on this operational piece and then somebody else can do the channel management and somebody else can do like the noise monitoring. Right. And just different things like that. So like, if you have the right partnerships, you just get laser focused on your core product and make sure it plays well with others. Yeah. It's, it's hugely important. I mean, I had uh, really no idea the, like the scope of what happened from an operational perspective within a vacation rental business. Um, I, I knew they were cleaning the property. I knew they were making sure that it was ready. Like I knew that the basics, but the, just the, the reach and the need for technology, you know, we get asked a lot, like, well, when are you going to do this? And when are you going to do that? And, and for us, it's like, to your point, we're going to focus on what we're really good at and the things that pertain to, you know, helping you streamline and drive efficiency within your operations and that guest communication um, piece, because so much of it is tied to operations and that's sort of the lane that we're in. Um, and I think that's super important because as soon as, as soon as things get too big, it, it, it becomes really difficult to, to provide the level of granularity and, and deep insights and, and tools that people need to be most effective. So that's something I, that's served us well. I love SaaS companies and like all software developers for that specific reason. And I think that it's such a lesson that we can all take from, from that industry of like own what you're good at and like just own that. And then somebody else that is good at something else would do the rest and everything's going to talk to each other. So there is this overall like abundance of like somebody else is going to do it. And like all we should focus on is how our stuff works better and how our language communicates better with other things. And that's it. Yeah. And I think that is in real estate also, that is something that you should do. Like you should find your one thing and just do that. Because like, again, like we do a week, uh, um, a real estate meetup every month and, and the younger guys that come in and girls, it's the same question, right? What do I do? And, and a month they come in and they want to do wholesaling. And then the next month they're like, actually Airbnb. And then the next month is something else is just like, yes, everything works. <laughs> you got to choose it though. Right. And like really own it and really create your SaaS. Like what is your, your system and how do you run it? And then once everything is running, you can lift up your head and look at other avenues and, and what else you can do. And you have to be okay. Letting go of control. So like, as you scale, it is physically impossible for me to be involved at the detail I was at one unit as it is at over 40 units. Like it's just, there's right. not enough time in the day, nor do I want to do that. Right. But like having systems like breezeway where you can log in and have like a dashboard of like, here's what's going on to spot check things while your team is running everything. Like your life as a CEO becomes a KPI numbers game. 
of looking at dashboards, like what things do I need to see to make sure that the ship is going in the right direction? Like that's what you need to focus on as you scale. What are the numbers and the KPIs and how can I access them easily so that I have real-time data whenever I need it and the team knows how to use the system to make sure that that data is flowing up correctly. Like that's, that's what it comes down to yeah. at a super, super basic level. 100%. And, and trust that the team you've built, right, is going to execute on, on, on the goals that you've given them. And, and I think that, you know, one way to be really confident with that is, is as you said, to, to give them the tools to be successful, right? You can't go in and say, I want you to do all of these things and I want this KPI um, and then figure out how you're going to do it, right? So I, I think when, again, kind of going back to, if you're just starting out, like set those tools and processes up now, so that you can scale, so that you get to just be watching and monitoring and, and as you said, making sure that the ship's going in the right direction. Um, don't wait until, you know, the ship is, is going to Hawaii when you're supposed to be going to London, right? You gotta, you gotta make sure that we're, we're all moving in the right, right direction together. So I, I think that's hugely, hugely important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I want to be respectful of your time. Time always seems to fly on these podcasts, but before we get in the last question, First, I want to acknowledge you and thank you for coming on here and giving so much of yourself into this company, especially being like employee number one. I know like, at least from my standpoint, like building a new company, it always sounds super sexy, but it is a lot of work, a lot of work. So I want to thank you for that. I can only imagine what went into everything at Breezeway. Um, I will say I did. I did a lot of work that I was not qualified to do in the very beginning before we could hire the people who are much better qualified, much more qualified than I was. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Was it. Fun. Love it's it. fun, right? It's, it's a fun thing to do. And to see a company be really successful has been super rewarding and, and made all of that hard work at the beginning, you know, very much worth it. So thank you. Absolutely. And where can the folks learn more about Breezeway? and connect with you and, and all that good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you're welcome to connect with me on, on social. I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, all that good stuff. Uh, you're welcome to go directly to our website. It's just breezeway.io. Um, you can also email VIP at breezeway.io um, and that'll come into the team and, and we can have someone follow up with you. Um, you know, listen, we're here to help. Uh, we fully recognize that um, Breezeway is not going to be a fit for everyone, um, but we want to make sure that you at least understand and, and know what's available to you so that you can make an educated decision on that. So if you're thinking that there might be something that makes sense, reach out, let us help. We have a, a really great team that is um, invested in making sure that this industry, that not only our clients, but that as an industry, we continue to move forward. And, um, you know, we'd be happy to share whatever information and knowledge we might might have with you to to help make you successful. So don't hesitate to reach out. Awesome. Awesome. And the last question that we ask all of our guests is what is your number one secret to success with short-term rentals? Oh gosh. Well, I think it's different coming from the vendor side, right? I know, um, which is why I love to ask the question. So like, what have you seen from maybe some of your more successful versus some that struggle more? Yeah. Um, listen, I, I think that understanding and, okay, so I would say that one of the things that I think has made people very successful is building a network of other like-minded people around them. And so, you know, ask questions. There has, I have been in a number of industries in my career and none 
touch, run it, I don't even know what the right saying is, but are anywhere close to what this industry is as it pertains to collaborative, the collaborative nature, right? Ask questions. People want to help. Um, I'm in a group where people are like, look at my listing. What do you like? What don't you like? And I mean, there are some people who I'm like, oh gosh, that's so brutal. Um, they're very honest about what they don't like there. Um, but that's how we're all going to get better, right? I ask questions to your point. Don't take anything personally if people are, are challenging you on things, um, but learn and recognize that just because something worked well for someone else doesn't mean it will work well for you. You have to know what works for you and your business and your properties. Um, and so I think building a really strong network is, is huge. Um, I think folks listening to podcasts and, and getting involved and, and following up, uh, that's, a, that's a really great first start. Um, and, I, and I would say, um, learn from your mistakes because there's going to be mistakes and you're going to think that the couch that you put into a rental property is amazing and beautiful and 10 stays in it is totally crap the bed and you have to get a new one. And so learn and, and take notes and, and just um, have fun because that's what we're doing, right? We're in the hospitality industry and we're here to, to help our guests have a, have a great experience. And, um, and you want to have fun while you're doing it. Cause this is a lot of work, this industry and, and what, you know, you folks are doing on a day-to-day -day basis is, is challenging and, um, and you want to make sure that it's rewarding at the same time. So Couple I love things, that. But. Yeah, that was great. And absolutely in line with what we usually talk about on the show. So I think. Awesome. And I'll put in another little plug. Just if you're looking to get started, we put together a free training for, for new or even some more seasoned hosts if you're looking to tighten things up. So we've got, you know, how to analyze markets, how to analyze properties, different checklists that you can use, all this good stuff. It's just a free starter pack to help you guys get rolling. All you got to do is text the word resources to 978-242-0001 and we'll hook you guys up with that. It's for being loyal listeners to the show and just our way of, you know, bringing you guys amazing guests like Corinne, but then also like giving you some actionable tools to help you walk through this process and get started. So Corinne, thank you again so much for being here. Truly appreciate it. Have an amazing holiday and I'm sure we'll be talking to you again soon. Sounds good. Thanks guys. I really appreciate it. Thanks for your pleasure. Take care, everybody. Ciao, guys. Hey, STR Nation. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. And in the comments, let us know what topics you want us to cover on upcoming episodes, and we'll make sure to get that in the books for you. And if you really want to learn how to launch, automate, and scale your short-term rental business, if you want to go deeper, then check out our free masterclass at strsecrets.com.